1: Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Got something that might interest (laughs) you. Well, I thought we were going to like come together and do like the barbershop. Well, well, welcome there. No. no, keep dreaming. Okay, well, welcome back to the Resident Evil cast. My name is Aaron. Now my hopes and dreams are dashed. Thank you.
0: They should have been a long time ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, well. At, at any rate, I'm happy again. Welcome back.
0: I had my retribution.
1: <laughs> I left after that. I'm so lost on which movie we're doing next.
0: <laughs> I just um I. <laughs>
1: I just want to screw with you. So uh, today we're going to be talking about Resident Evil Retribution.
2: Uh,
1: You're welcome. So, Daniel, you want to start us off with a synopsis?
2: How about I say hi there, because I'm Daniel.
0: (laughs) And I'm Ariel, and hi there, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's important. I want to throw you guys off all around just not today. Not throw me
2: off. Mm. You're just going to throw yourself off because later on you'll forget that we didn't do an intro <sighs> per se. Yeah,
1: you're right. All right. Well, yes. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Ariel.
2: Oh, I would not saying hi to you. I was saying hi to the fans. Same. Well, at any rate, we're here to talk about retribution. What? Who's getting it?
1: Daniel. <laughs> <did>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Daniel. What's my synopsis?
2: Yes. So. Got some information for you. So Resident Evil Retribution was released worldwide September 14th, 2012. It also had to compete with other movies at this time, such as Bait, which is a 3D movie. It's a shark movie. If anybody (laughs) wondered. Was that really a competition? (laughs) Yeah. And the perks of being a wallflower.
1: Okay, I could a see Wallflower that one. Is, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: When I looked up, and the bait was a horror movie, so I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of genre."
1: Did you happen to see how much bait made in box office
2: comparative? Hey, I'm worried about Resident <laughs> Evil, not about bait. <laughs> but it had to compete the same release date, so depends on how strong of a Resident Evil fan you are, whether you see a shark movie or a zombie movie.
0: I saw the zombie movie. Mm,
2: I saw the Wallflower. Yes, you did? I can no, see. No, I saw Resident Evil. Could see you doing that. So, do you know where this movie was shot at, Aaron?
1: Was it in New Zealand? Because everything seems to be shot in New Zealand.
2: This isn't Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I have no idea. Oh, most of it was shot in Canada. Yeah, Toronto. Uh, Toronto was some of it, and a place known as Kleinberg. It was also a couple areas shot in Times Square, in New York. As well as Tokyo and Red Square in Moscow.
1: I say this is the movie where a lot of them were shot on location, right?
2: Well, I think the majority of it was in Canada. Then Mm -hmm. for those specific areas that we saw, I think those were just the ones shot in location. It's pretty cool, though. Mm -hmm. It did gross roughly twenty-one million at opening in nearly three thousand theaters. Damn! And its budget was about sixty-five million U.S. dollars.
1: Oh, so it definitely made over budget.
2: Yeah, that was just... I believe that's just opening day for the 21 million. Its critic rating, though, was pretty low. Let's hear it. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes gave it only a 2 out of 5. In my case, Rebecca's. So, I don't know if they do 2 out of 5 tomatoes, maybe.
0: (laughs) Honestly, that's more than I thought they would give (laughs) them.
2: But well, that was according to Rotten Tomatoes. That was my best source for back then, 2012. You know, that's over a decade ago. Yeah. And of course, we do see old and new characters that make an appearance in the film, but we'll get back to that later. But that is my synopsis on the general specifications about the movie. Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. You know who makes an appearance? <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez.
2: Oh, okay. There never, we go. Never heard of her.
1: I was I thought you were gonna go with somebody else there for a minute. Carlos
0: I would be excited that Leon is in this but it's not my Leon it's not my Leon and I can explain why in the discussion episode So are we ready for a plot I think we are all right so the movie opens up with umbrella attacking the Arcadia what? Shit.
1: I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about how it was all in reverse, and then they played it forward.
0: I thought that was that pretty was cool. Oh, I thought it was pretty cool, actually.
1: It really irritated yes, I'm me. Lame.
2: It, 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 it really irritated my ADHD. I'm it, not gonna lie. It didn't irritate me. I did have a do have a question when we get to discuss an episode about uh, that scene. Oh my god! Go ahead. Sorry.
0: So they fire missiles at the ship. Then they deployed their soldiers. Many of the Arcadia test subjects are killed. And as the battle continues on, Alice sinks into the ocean. And yes, this was all in the reverse and then went for it. I liked that. Mm -hmm. So anyways, so another Alice clone wakes up in a peaceful recreation of suburban Raccoon City in 2002 which completely threw me off when I first watched
1: this movie. (laughs) I was about to say, did that screw with anybody else when this first came out? Because
0: who? (laughs) So her and her husband, Todd, who happens to be Carlos, are late for work due to problems with their alarm clock and that their daughter Becky should be ready for school. Who is it? They're all slept in. As they have their breakfast, a group of zombies run into the house and attack Todd. Alice and Becky run into a storeroom to escape the horde and they made their way into the attic through a hole in the ceiling they waited out a little bit go down the ladder and try to keep quiet to avoid the zombies finding them in the meantime I should go back and say that Becky is deaf
1: I really liked that
0: I did too I liked that little aspect of that Mm -hmm. that was nice so as they escape outside they're picked up by a clone of rain they ride their ride doesn't go very far though because a truck smashes into them and it flips over Alice and Becky escape leaving rain behind and when rain wakes up she finds that zombies are ignoring her for now so running into a house Becky and Alice hide in a nursery closet When a zombie becomes interested in the closet, Alice opens it and attacks the creature, drawing it away from Becky. As they fight on the landing, Alice succeeds in pushing it over the balcony, but is then attacked by a zombified husband, Todd Carlos.
1: (laughs) This is all so screwy.
0: I know. So now we go back to Project Alice, reawakens inside cell 919 part of Umbrella Prime's prison complex there she's interrogated by Jill regarding her reason for betraying Umbrella and what organization she works for Jill ignores all questions from Alice and therefore tortures Alice with white noise at random points hoping to get her to confess When the facility's security system mysteriously deactivates, Alice dons her battle armor that just randomly appeared out of the wall.
1: (laughs) This is not what you came here with. (laughs) Right.
0: And escapes down a corridor, ending up in a recreation of Tokyo. She fails to get into a police car, so she smashes the window with a bicycle chain to steal a handgun from the glove compartment. Very convenient. So as Alice readies herself for combat, the prime computer announces the activation of the Tokyo sequence. It begins to rain and cloned Japanese civilians begin walking through the streets with their umbrellas out. The clone police officer shouts out about the vandalism done to his car window and a clone of the J-pop girl walks in the streets. Brushing up against Alice. So we get to see another little recreation of the beginning of Afterlife there with that. So they all begin running away as more zombies appear. Alice gets their attention and runs out of Tokyo and back into the corridor. A bunch of zombies get in there, forcing Alice to take them out with her badass chain skills. And of course, J-Pop Girl is the last one. Alice ends up shooting her and even more zombies come after that into the corridor and she escapes through another door before they can catch her. So arriving at umbrella central control, Alice is confused to find that all of the umbrella operators have been shot seemingly unaffected. A weapon rack ascends from the floor. And as she takes a knife from the rack a red clad woman confronts her. They begin fighting, but Alice succeeds in putting a knife to her throat as Ada Wong puts a gun to her head.
1: Oh, snap, Ada Wong. Ooh,
0: we get Ada Wong. So Ada explains that she no longer works for Umbrella, as well as Wesker. And then Wesker appears on the computer screen. So as Jill and the Umbrella Troopers begin to investigate how Alice escaped, Ada explains that it was she who temporarily shut down the facility and freed her under orders from Wesker. He explains that he and Alice working together is for the benefit of preventing human extinction. Umbrella Prime is revealed to be an old facility designed sometime before 2002 and intended to display realistic simulations of viral outbreaks for the benefit of consumers. A simulation of Moscow would be for the Americans, one of New York for the Russians, one of Tokyo for the Chinese, and one of Beijing for the Japanese. The facility itself is located underwater in the Arctic Ocean meaning Alice simply can't walk out the door. And then Wesker then says he's sent out a team to rescue her. So Leon S. Kennedy leads the team through the snow to get Alice. Securing an elevator, they travel down to meet up with her, and Ada reveals that Luther West is also a member of the team. So she's got her boo for a little bit. As Jill moves through Tokyo, Wesker reveals that she is under the control of the Red Queen, who has taken control over the entire company. Alice is instructed to move through the New York environment and into the suburbia simulation, where she will meet up with the strike team. They are then to move into the Moscow simulation and to the old Soviet submarine pens and up the elevator. Leon's strike team has already gained control of the submarine pens and are on their way. Alice and Ada enter the New York simulation now, and they are confronted by two agile axemen, who executioners, who they eventually kill by shooting at a taxi's gasoline tank. With only two enemies defeated, the simulation ends and the lights turn back on. The Red Queen then orders the release of the Las Plagas undead into the Moscow environment to deal with Leon and his group. The undead arrive dressed in military uniforms and start shooting at them. So, entering the suburbia environment, Alice and Ada see that a simulation has come to an end. Walking into a house, she discovers the body of her clone. The one that we saw at the beginning of the movie. Ada explains that Alice represented one of the 50 basic models with only enough memories to guarantee an appropriate emotional response. Ada explains that the basic clone models could be put in various environments and assume an appropriate character, a businesswoman in New York um, and or a mother in suburbia and offers the suggestion that Umbrella's own soldiers could be clones. Alice searches upstairs where she is attacked by a zombie hiding in the nursery. With the zombie gone, Becky runs into the room. Becky survived. Having hid when her mother died. Becky hugs Alice, confused as to why she looks so different. Because to Becky, that's her mom. Mommy, why do you look like a badass? (laughs) So... Taking Becky back to her house, Alice looks at the pictures of her clone and Todd, AKA Carlos. Ada tries to remind her that none of the photographs are real, that Becky could be anyone in a simulation. Walking outside, they are confronted by clones of Rain, Carlos, and One. One being the leader in the first movie. Created as Umbrella Soldiers. Ada gives Alice her hookshot and sends her off to the Moscow zone while she distracts the soldiers, escaping herself by dropping into a ventilation shaft. Leon's team continue to be assaulted by the Russian troops. Having lost much of their makeshift bunker to a rocket launcher, a chainsaw armed soldier tears through Tony and Luther kills it before it takes out Leon. A little reminiscent of four there.
1: Win, win, win.
0: Alice and Becky move into the Moscow area, finding themselves in a subway station. The friendly rain clone discovers the two after inadvertently crossing through the holographic background. Confused as to why everything is written in Russian and Alice is wearing an S and M setup, because she is, the friendly rain announces that she's a gun control activist. <laughs> I loved that part.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't believe in guns.
0: And that was that was so funny. So Alice forces her to take up arms to protect Becky while she investigates upstairs. Becky mentions Rain's sister, who isn't very nice. This rain, not programmed with memories of a sister, is left confused. Having escaped the army through a mall, Leon's team continues on their search for Alice, losing Sergey to an uber licker. (laughs) Alice arrives, crashing right into it with a car. And as they drive off, their car is attacked by the motorcyclist undead. They drive around Moscow as a truck follows with RPG fire. The uber licker returns and knocks over a truck as it charges at Alice's car. So as the team enters the subway, they find Rain and Becky safe. Using a captured display, Alice works out where the zone exit should be. Leon explains that he isn't one of Wesker's agents. A recent change in events has led him to accepting this mission. Moving into the submarine pens, the power goes out. The Red Queen activates a biohazard in this area to prevent their final escape. The Uber Licker arrives, knocking Barry to the ground. Yes, badass Barry's in this throwing rain at a wall and snapping her neck. It wraps around Becky with its long tongue and takes her up the elevator shaft. Alice runs back to the vents to rescue her. Despite Leon's objections that she isn't important. This is why Leon, this isn't my Leon, the bad rain one Carlos and Jill then arrive. They shoot Luther as Alice leaves and and injured Barry and Leon continue shooting while awaiting Alice's return. With only five minutes left before the elevator should activate, they have to be there or they won't be rescued. Barry offers to stay behind and watch everyone else get on board. Then Barry dies a badass death.
1: Which I don't agree with because Barry never really died.
0: I know, but at least they... Gave him a cool ass death. He didn't go down without a fight. So Alice finds Becky stuck inside some of, sort of cocoon with Sergey in another. She begins feeling pain from a gunshot wound sustained at Suburbia. Ada is captured by Umbrella and used as a hostage to get Barry to come out. This is before he dies. He offers himself up, taking a few hits and shot one down before dying from his wounds by Carlos. Get a badass death. Alice discovers the room where the mindless clones are transported for tests. Becky becomes distressed when she sees an entire production line of Alice's and experiences an existential crisis. The Uber liquor returns once more and Alice blows it up with a grenade, using Ada's grappling hook to... Repel away from the Uberlicker's final resting place. A bomb goes off in the factory room as the time runs out. More and more of Umbrella Prime falls apart, and its environments are washed away in great floods. And the elevator begins ascending. It stops a few meters short of the surface, but they make their way up. Alice and Becky greet Leon and Luther from a ventilation hatch. So, driving over the ice, the team is surprised to find the ice breaking apart, knocking their snowmobile over. It's revealed to be a submarine, which Jill and Rain had successfully commandeered with their Ada hostage. Rain injects herself with a Las Plagas parasite, which Leon has some prior experience with. Leon and Luther shoot her, but she ejects the casings by moving them through to her fingernails which is weird. Their fight descends into mere punches and kicks as Alice and Jill continue their fight with Jill gaining the upper hand as she implements painful, strong punches. Alice is almost killed by Jill. However, when Jill attempts to throw Alice into the snowmobile's running caterpillars, Jill is able to regain some control of herself and hesitates. Alice rips off the device on Jill's chest, which is controlling her and destroys it. Jill goes back to normal and passes out. Rain kills Luther with a superhuman punch, which fatally breaks his ribcage, crushing his heart. Rain then attempts to kill Alice with a similar attack, but she fails to die instantly. Recovering, Alice discovers zombies have escaped the facility and are trying to dig through the ice. Jill gets up and throws Alice a machine gun. Rain yells, You can't kill me! Alice shoots the ice under her and she's dragged down and eaten by zombies. She shakes them loose enough to shout at Alice, only to be dragged down by more. Alice and the other survivors are then rescued by Wesker's team and get taken to the White House, being used as a resistance base by the few remaining military personnels. Wesker, who was taken... To sitting in the vacant Oval office, injects Alice with the T virus again so that she can regain her lost powers in order to fight the Red Queen. Alice, Jill, Leon, and Ada follow Wesker to the roof and see it is indeed the last stand as millions of zombies and Uber lickers breach the perimeter surrounding the White House and Capepio begin their attack. That is a lot of plot. PLOT
1: HEAVY (laughs) That was That was all over the place That whole plot was just all over the place
0: It was But I'll go into that More in the discussion (laughs) That's all I got for plot
1: Well uh, I think this is the perfect time for us To take our mid break Well here we are Ariel Middle of the episode.
0: You are very observant.
1: It's, uh. It's, uh.
0: Time you thank our patrons?
1: <sighs> Fine. Okay. It's. <laughs> thank our patrons. Just confuse me. Uh-huh. So, here's thank our lovely patrons, such as our VIP patrons Angelus Mortus. Oracle, Cerberus91, Chaoticia, Chris Slate, Everything Res Evil. Glenn Meeks, Jay Zubes, Kyle Wilson, Legalize Queso. I agree. (laughs) Lord Salazar, Mystery Beemo, Naked Mango, The Compound, The Pumpkin King, The Seven Sins, and William Jackson. We also have to thank our All Access patrons. Antique 2 Gen Z, Bowie, Dead Socks, Donnie Shanks, Edward Parks, Jeremy Kelly, Joseph Sucknanen, Remington Cloutier, and our official patrons, Ryan Black, Santa Beast, and some random guy. Oh my God, that is a lot of patrons.
0: That is a lot of patrons. Thank you all so much. We do greatly appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show. Our patrons and our listeners are awesome. They did not want to listen to you singing. <laughs> it's too bad you got it. <laughs> uh,
2: well, Daniel, what did you bring for the midbreak? break Throwing out my ears to hear that singing. <laughs> so, as a listener, have you ever wanted to sleep with Jill around you?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Not particularly. Um, <laughs> no.
2: I like my openings. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to sleep with Jill around you, you can go to the website, yourquiltstyle.com. And they have Resident Evil 3, Jill Valentine, and Classic Costume Art Bed Sheets Spread Duvet Cover Bedding Set. That's a lot to say. It normally runs one hundred nine ninety five for a twin set and currently is fifty nine ninety five. The other sizes do increase as you choose a different size so normally it's 169.95 for a king size and 89.95 on sale so if you want to get those not for sure what the shipping is offhand you can also split up the set and not get everything you can get like the sheets or the duvet cover it just depends on what you want it does have a sizing chart in case you need to look at that let's see looks like there is Shipping rates is flat rate of 995, or there is international shipping as well. But if you want to get that, that is the classic costume of Jill on a duvet set on yourquiltstyle.com, and even you can wrap yourself in Jill.
0: I love the fact that they made Jill's boobs super big. But then there's like nemesis in the background. <laughs> big old nemesis
2: don't worry you can wrap yourself in the protectiveness of jill
0: and hunk
2: oh yeah that's hunk
0: <laughs> like that's pretty cool too
2: guess if you want to protect yourself with hunk if you want to wrap yourself in <laughs> hunk or wrap yourself in nemesis I guess you can but the main thing here is wrap yourself in jill don't worry she's Delta trained. train
0: Instead of a Jill sandwich, would it be like a Jill burrito?
2: <laughs> if you wrap yourself in it, yes.
0: Jill burrito. Oh my God.
2: If you just wrap the covers in a burrito form, I guess it would be a Jill burrito.
1: Jill burrito.
0: I mean, it your- is a pretty cool duvet set. Guess we gotta be fancy about it. It is pretty cool. It's though. a duvet. So, if
2: you get it, let us know. If you do wrap yourself in Jill,
0: let us know. It's duvet. Do it, just do it. <laughs> Duvet.
1: Mm, it. All just right. What would you bring, Ariel?
0: Well, I read an article, mm-hmm. much like I always do, and this one comes from Polygon, and the title is "Amazon Prime Gamers Get Resident Evil 2 Remake Through Luna in May." Free, plus five titles. Plus five more titles. So, three Amazon Prime members get access to four games in May, including the remade Resident Evil Two from 2019 and Lego DC Super Villains, through the Amazon Luna streaming library included with their Amazon Prime subscription. So those who are paying the premium for and Amazon Luna Plus subscription will find five more games available to that library as part of Amazon's monthly two-prong approach to all-you-can-eat video gaming. <laughs> but you can't eat video games. <laughs> so, the Amazon Luna games for May are LEGO DC Super Villains, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Overcooked, and Time on Frog Island. Those are the four games that you get.
1: But what about Cooking Mama?
0: Anyways, the (laughs) Luna Plus games are Tormented Souls, Retro Classic, Classics Breakthrough, Retro Classics Express Raider, Retro Classics Super Real Darwin, and Retro Classics Wizard Fire. So, yeah, if you are an Amazon Prime member, and you have not played the RE2 remake, you should do it. Definitely worth it. And it's free. Sort of. Because you have to have Amazon Prime. So there you go. I'll have the link for that in the show notes. As well as the Jill Burrito duvet.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, I don't have Jill Burrito duvets or free video games. What I do have is a nice... Claire Redfield diorama slash figurine from Etsy. You ready for this? I am. <clears throat> so what we have here is the RE2 remake Claire Redfield diorama, and it is literally Claire on a, on her motorcycle after she ran over a zombie, just chilling, doing what she do. It's pretty sweet.
0: It is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: So you got a couple different options with this. Starting price is 58.33, and this is for the 10 centimeter unpainted version, all the way up to the painted 30 centimeter version for $265.12. But don't worry, it says it has free shipping, so you know, won't have to round that 12 cents up or down, Ariel.
0: I'm just taking <laughs> I'm just ignoring all of this.
1: (laughs) So, yes, you can get it for 58 or you, you know, at your 10 centimeter mark. Or you can go all the way up to a 30 centimeter fully painted, ready to go statue for $265.12. You can get it from the Etsy creator 3D Figure World Shop. Uh, We will have a link to it in the show notes below, but they have several other figurines as well. Such as the new RE4 remake Ashley Ada and even Your boy Leon Ooh. So we'll have a link to that in the show notes Keep your eyes peeled But I think that's it for the mid break Ariel
0: That's all folks That's all folks Except okay. for where I talk about our sponsor Oh. Yeah, you should uh, roll on over to Fanroll Dice. Use our promo code Almighty C ten, which is ALL Mighty, the letter C in ten. And save yourself ten percent off a set of dice or multiple sets of dice. Dice trays, dice bags, dice towers, all your dice accessories.
1: Dice, 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 dice Everybody No,
0: no. Okay. So They have multiple types of dice as well Resin Rubber, wooden, metal Gemstone Now they have new liquid core dice
1: And they're freaking sweet because they the are. dragon eyes
0: move <laughs> I know it is really cool When you move the dice like the eyes will roll with it Because it's in liquid it's super cool so, yeah, roll on over to Fanroll Dice. Check out their dice and all their other accessories. And if you see something you like, save yourself 10%. Because who doesn't love saving money? I do. Heck yeah. That's all I got.
1: Well, on that note, it really is the end of the mid-break. Or roll on over to the end of the episode. Doesn't sound as cool when you say oh, it. Oh, damn it. Yeah! Well, here we are at the end of the episode.
0: It's awful Indian here. (laughs) Daniel,
2: what do we got for B.O.W.'s here?
0: He fell asleep.
2: It's not holiday time yet. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) So B.O.W.'s in this movie, we have, of course, our zombies. We have the Axemen, also known as the Executioners. Yes. We also have the Uber Liquors, which I would like to just call it the Super Liquors.
1: Hey. I don't know why hey, they hey. didn't call them the Lift Liquors.
2: Get out of here.
0: <laughs> I kind of like Super Liquors. Yeah. yeah. Super
2: Liquors. We also have the Majinni Undead and the Capepio. That's all I've got for B.O.W.s. What do we got for characters, Ariel? A
1: lot. Uh, let's go. I want to hear about Punk... Daft punk person one.
2: I think you've lost it already. I,
1: I already lost it.
0: <laughs> All right, so here is the character list for this movie we have Alice, Jill Valentine, Meh. we have Rain, the good rain, and the bad rain <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becky, Ada, Luther, Leon, Sergey, Barry, Tony. Todd slash Carlos. One Wesker. The Red Queen. And just because I want to throw her in there, J Pop Girl.
1: I want to hear more about J Pop Girl. Oh. Like how'd she find herself into this? You know what? Mysterious world.
0: Alright. Next episode when we do when we go into the characters, I will go over J Pop Girl.
1: Let's
2: do it. They better have what band she was in. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I hope so. <laughs> so there is the list of characters for Retribution.
1: Well, that was a thrilling conclusion to the
0: <laughs> episode. Yeah, not very long, is it? No. Because this is normally the part where Aaron brings Easter eggs, but he fails because he's like, Ooh, I'm just going to take the easy way out and I'm going to do it all in the last episode
1: well, because there's so many and they 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 broadly encompass every single one of these movies. It's kind of a it's kind of ripoff. Kind of feel a little upset. But don't worry. Because when we get to the final movie, I will have a laundry list of Easter eggs. So many Easter eggs, we might have to do an Easter egg episode.
0: Yay.
2: I'll count them and make sure that you're wrong. <laughs> Oh.
0: but yeah that's here's our like two minute long end of the episode <laughs> guess I can discuss some stuff looking forward just to fill up some time here Um, other than patron chats that are coming out because woo, we got RE4 remake patron chat episode coming up we will be going over the final chapter and then that'll be it for the Paul Anderson universe movies. After that, we will be doing episodes on the Resident Evil 4 remake. So, look out for that. Goody. Heck yes. And then we're going to go into the Rebecca series. We're going to go into the Netflix Resident Evil series.
2: Don't forget the fun movie.
0: Yeah, I'm trying not to mention that. But yes, we'll be going over Welcome to Raccoon City. What well,
1: would we'll be nice about it this time? Or can we still be mean?
2: <laughs> well, I think we have to watch it again. Oh, God.
0: Well, I mean, no, it wasn't an awful movie. I just wish that they had explained that this was in another universe. Honestly, that's my uh, biggest pet peeve of the whole movie. Yeah. That and Leon. I hate the way they did Leon. They made him an idiot. But... Yeah. I wish they would have just been honest from the get-go that this was something different. They tried to play it off as like, this was Resident Evil. This was, you know. But then they'd done so much wrong in it. If I'd have known going in, just like I knew from the Paul Anderson movies, that this wasn't, that it was a reimagining, I would have gone in with a, you know, more open mind and probably would have enjoyed the movie more
1: let's see what happens with our second take Then we'll, we'll all rewatch it and we'll see what happens going into it with an open mind this time
0: I'll try to open my mind up but I'm pretty shut down so <laughs> god in all honesty it wasn't an awful movie they'd done things well but still Ugh. but yes we will cover that too and anything else we have missed or I have forgotten to say mm. before we go into the next genre of Resident Evil, which will be novels, manga, comic books. Yes. yes. All those yes. things. Let's go. Let's I can't wait to go over the S.D. Perry novels.
2: Well, we know Aaron can't read, so.
1: No, Aaron, completely out of that one.
0: They have <laughs> audiobooks. You can listen to it. But I don't want well, You
2: know his attention will go far from that. Yeah.
1: I know. But what if?
0: <laughs> so that's what you have to look forward to moving forward. And what we're going to do episode-wise. So yes, definitely Ari for remake episodes coming soon. We're going to go over just like we do with the uh, just like we did with the other video games we're going to go over all of that and then we're going to do a comparison episode of the original RE4 to the remake so that'll be fun too so
1: oh well on that note with our little road map in place i think it's time we bid our lovely fans adieu so thank you for listening tune in next week bye Bye there. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend. Leave a comment and review. If you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord. You can also chat with us at re lurecast on Twitter. Till next time, stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger.